Main Menu Podcast presents Z and D. I can hear you. Okay, good. I can hear you. Joe? Yeah! Joe! <laughs> He's Sorry. here. Sorry, listeners. We, he, Joe's had a heck of a time trying to, to connect with us tonight. So, yeah. We don't know why. Because he's on vacation. I'm on vacation. Get out of here. Uh, why do you, why are I you guess, on vacation? I didn't I approve that. Well, now you sound really far time? away. Yeah, it, it's not paid vacation though. He didn't put in. He didn't request it fast enough. HR didn't have time to process it. So. That's a good one. <laughs> what is that? I've never heard of that. <laughs> um, but yes, this is uh, the Mini Podcast. You know that because you clicked on it. Um, I'm joined again tonight with uh, Alex or Xander and Hello. Joe, and we got a special guest tonight. The new DM for. Our Z and D chapter two is my dad. Woo! Woohoo! Mr. Master. Mr. In Master. The flesh. Yeah. All right. Oh, is that me? I'm on. Am I on? Is this thing on? Yeah, you're on. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're good to go. That is you. <laughs> um so should we introduce our characters first or uh yeah, if you guys want to, uh go right ahead. Okay, whoever wants to go first. You guys go ahead. Okay. Because here, um, well, here, here's the thing about Anchor. It's a great app. Um, yeah. I'm glad for it. But uh, uh-huh. to get Wi-Fi right now, I'm walking around Walmart. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that sounds unfortunate. This podcast is brought to you uh, on the mobile. By Walmart. By White Trash. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> to go on a little side note, I have Very a true. complaint. I have a rampage I want to go on against Walmart. Next okay. Rampage. Do it. Please do it. <laughs> Next Rampage episode we have. I'm sorry. And it will be about my personal experiences with Walmart. And okay. Also, yeah, I, I'll, I, I assure you it will be quite invigorating. Anyway, back to the show. I look forward. Okay. Uh, all right. So my uh, character for C&D, his name is Homeless Jim. Well, it's, that's not his name. His name's his name's, his name's oh. Jim. Oh, J- Jimothy Smith is his name. Um, <laughs> but uh, he is homeless, uh, so his nickname in the homeless world is just homeless Jim. Um, or his other nickname is Ravioli because he's a big fan of ravioli, especially in the cans. Um, but uh, he's he's been on the streets for most of his life, and uh, he ain't afraid to kill anybody. Woo-hoo. So. Uh, which is why he is a zombie hunter. Um, so his his special skills, obviously, because he's a zombie hunter, he's got marksman. Um, but he's also a gun nut. He, he's self-taught chemist. So a lot of it involves explosives um, and, and, and drug making. So And uh, he's also very, very lucky because he's not dead yet. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. My yeah. phone did this weird thing with my storage memory okay. thing, and it deleted my character and his stats. So um, I have if I can have somebody – well, I know oh. his backstory. I remember his backstory really well. Okay. It's just I need my character's name because I don't remember that. And 
It was Isaac, Isaac something. Isaac Seville. Okay. Ah. Aha. You got it. No, he he's not brother of David who owns chip singing chipmunks. Oh. <laughs> Too bad. Oh, yeah, a little less interesting, but Yikes. Anyways. Um okay, Isaac Seville um <laughs> spent a long time in the military, not quite as far back as in Vietnam, but he was a military um paratrooper, Air Force paratrooper. Then Air turned Force. Yeah, yeah. Pararescueman. So he was more uh, hardcore than you. Uh-huh. Uh, well, not not more than Homeless Jim. Yeah, Homeless Jim. Yeah, yeah. he's never I'm killed somebody for a can of ravioli, so. No, but for a can of beans, maybe. That's oh, hardcore. Well, okay. All right, that's anyways, hardcore. Anyways, <laughs> um, he was in the military, and then he went to civilian life, but to make the transition a little better, he joined law enforcement, which sounds like he would be a civil servant, but he is not. His wife left him at one point, and then he was um and then he became a shut-in so he um yeah and i don't remember his stats so but he is a shut-in if He's... mr master could come in with his stats that would be wonderful <laughs> yeah no yeah you you actually got some some really good roles there um for the for the for the listeners you know whether they uh understand a tabletop rpg or not you know it's uh the um, for this game, it's an average of two die four. Well, not an average. It's it's two two four sided die roll uh, for each each strength or excuse me each attribute. I'm a little nervous. Um, no, I'm not. Um, I'm I'm scared. Um, Just picture everybody naked. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Trust me, you don't want to see me naked. Is, is that what that noise is in the background? So anyway, um, probably. <laughs> He's helping you out. It's, it's Alex again. Um, it's not me. It's not me. Don't lie about me like this. Either that or I've got a bat flying around the attic, which I haven't seen one yet. But I don't know what the noise is, seriously. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It, it sounds it's, like uh, like somebody's yeah sipping on Just soup or something. Yeah. 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 I'm eating ravioli, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's some sloppy ravioli. <laughs> Um, that's how, how Jim likes it. <laughs> your uh, your strength and agility were both a six. Intelligence Sweet. was a nine. Uh, re- uh, resistance is a five. Uh, speed is an eight. Uh, charisma is a ten. Uh, and so you're mm-hmm. like ex- almost you're almost topped out on charisma. Uh, nice. And your accuracy is a six. Yeah. Wow. To- the Great. top the top on any any one of these uh, attributes is a twelve. So, because you know, you've got to have a top out somewhere, because you know, otherwise, if you want to get silly about it, and all of a sudden you've got a character with a strength of thirty-six, which I think <laughs> I, I think I said they could lift twenty-five pounds per, per skill point. point. Oh, yeah. yeah, and so that right. I lift up the tree and smack the zombie with it. <laughs> right. Get back. I am Groot. <laughs> Joey, do you uh, have your stuff with you? Yeah, I have my stuff. Sweet. You're good. Um, Yeah. Just uh, Alex, really quick, I had to ask you something about Isaac. Yes. Um, Is he a a white fella? Is he a black fella? You know, I'm going to say right now, now, (laughs) race is undetermined. We'll see how Uh how this goes. He may be a little of all of them at different times we don't I mean know. to be fair homeless what? Jim is colorblind <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I just 
I pictured it, Alex, your character as a as a seasoned black man. To be Possibly. fair, you've with been a little, pushing some salt be. and pepper right. here on the sides. You've been pushing very hard for him to be a black guy. So <laughs> I don't know how to I be feel fair. about him being <laughs> a black guy. <laughs> it was just uh, it was too much of one color before. Just want some diversity, you know. I mean, we can make Asian Jim. I mean, homeless Jim, All Asian right. Jim. Well, my so. well, my char- my character can be Asian. All right. Yeah, my character's name is uh, Eugene Weiner. I was going to ask you yeah. if that was the pronunciation. <laughs> or oh, no. Or no, it's, it's Wiener. No, it's Wiener. No, it's Wiener. Yeah, you thought He's it was a... Wiener? Well, it's Wiener. <laughs> you were right. Don't try to say Wiener. Wiener! If you try to say Wiener, if you try to say Wiener, he'll correct you. Oh, you will. Excuse me, it's Wiener. It's yes. Wiener. He'll do it <laughs> well, he probably wouldn't even get the correlation anyway. <laughs> and that is true. No, he doesn't. He's uh, <laughs> he's pretty secluded. You nerd but, uh, with your nerd uh, hair. He, he's a gentleman and a scholar. Hmm. Yep. And a scholar, a, not just a gentleman, yeah. but a scholar. No, no, he's definitely both. <laughs> if you do say so yourself, Mister Weiner. He's got big old glasses. Okay. The fog up under pressure. Right. Oh yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> so that's gonna happen a lot. It, it, that'll that'll make things fun because he's constantly under. Pressure. I can't see. <laughs> you know that's and, uh, really, that's weird. Somebody yeah. do something. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Sounds like a terrible Asian accent. <laughs> my apologies, good sir. <laughs> but my um, skills include speed reading, okay. which I'll always come natural. Yeah. Uh, chemistry. Yeah, I, I was at the top of my class. Yeah, uh, I'm a mechanic because <laughs> I read car manuals in my spare time. You nerd. And I do. Uh, I know a lot of first aid. I research a lot of anatomy online. If you know what I mean. No, what do you mean? Uh, well, think of <laughs> the human body in all its glory. <laughs> That's what you've been looking at online. Oh, it ain't no. anatomy. It's oh, anatomy. No. It's anatomy. It's anatomy. <laughs> so he knows first aid. And he's an expert driver. Excuse me. Sweet. He, he, drives, uh, he drives to his mom's house a lot. You mean what home, you? right? Oh, sorry. Wait, so he drives up the stairs from the basement? Is that what you're talking <laughs> about? No, he has his own apartment. It's, by, oh. it's a studio apartment. Oh, above his mom's house? It's a studio? <laughs> now I gotta rewrite that. Uh, it's above his mom's oh, garage. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it can be whatever. There's that coffee. Yeah, don't swear. Don't swear. That's to me. not coffee. That's no? not coffee. What? I have my I'm sorry guys, I have my tea next to me. There's no need to brew coffee. Oh, oh guys, hold on. I know I've I've ruined this for everyone. <sighs> on a side note, I'm, I should take a picture of this. There's a half eaten peach here on the shelf. Walmart. <laughs> oh, so gross. <laughs> the nasty things you find at Walmart. Take a bite. I dare you. I double dog dare you to take a bite. But you got to okay. video it and put it on our Facebook. And then you got to pay rather, for it. Okay, Danny, to put this in perspective, I'd rather yeah. do that. I would rather do that than a Wild River clam. All right. Danny, yes. I could, you'd, get, yes. you'd probably get less sick from the peach <laughs> than you would the clam. <laughs> so, I agree. In all honesty. Would you Unless do the you horse semen shots over that? 
That's true. You might oh, wind up God. with a horribly sexually transmitted. <laughs> so things could go bad very quickly. Herpes of the mouth. <laughs> Herpes of the mouth. <laughs> I have oh. amazing. I also oh my god! I have my numbers here. Yes, where are they? Um, strength is five. Agility is six. Intelligence is eight. Oh. Uh, resilience or resistance is four. Speed is eight, so he's pretty quick. Hmm. Skinny. I'm I'm pretty charismatic, guys. Uh, four. <laughs> that's, well, that's we fits. tell you spend more time talking to. What'd you? Who'd you talk to instead of people? Obviously, myself. My anatomy. Accuracy. Accuracy is six. So okay. Those are the only things I didn't have. <clears throat> Not that I really need to, but it's it's sometimes it helps to know those things, you know, so I can determine things because you know, unless you guys tick me off, I'm not necessarily trying to kill somebody. <laughs> okay. Oh, good, 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 good. That's good to know. I'm glad to know this. Don't make me mad. What happens if we do die? You have to uh, make another character. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So All it's right. not. It's, you know, and then you, you rewrite a man and, and it, it can be kind of frustrating because, you know, you might have a guy that, I mean, you might have a guy that has a lightsaber or something. Oh, crap. He's dead. You know, mm. it happens. Huh. So right. now that sounds, sounds pretty don't, feasible. Don't yeah. Too so, attached. so you guys added like, um, your, uh, bonuses in that in when you created your character that I'm assuming. I did. Correct. Okay. I did. Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. We did. Excellent. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. right. Well, so are you guys ready then? Already. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I got a die with me. A 20-sided die. No way. A real one. You do? I just heard it. (laughs) Yeah. You're you're more authentic than the rest of us then. I rolled a 20. That is true. (laughs) <laughs> you died. Ah, <laughs> oh, what? I'm the game master. What happened? <laughs> no, that ends the world. That's just an ending of the world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it would be. So, um, for the for the readers or the readers, huh? Nobody's reading this. They're listening, right? They might Maybe. be reading if it was. Uh, I guess it would be transcribed. Caption, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So for for all the listeners, I, I think probably everybody gets an idea that you know that things are slightly more structured than what they were. I you know I, I just want to say, guys, you for having like no experience with table with a tabletop game, you guys did a great job. Huh. Thank you. Um, you you really did. My hat goes off to you if I had one on. Um, but I had to eat it because I said I'd eat my hat to somebody earlier in the week, and then uh, uh, it came through. Don't make promises. Yeah, and, and I didn't even have any salt, which is the bad part oh, about dang. it. Yeah. So that's the only thing that makes eating a hat worth it, guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or a leg. You know, You'll see it again. You gotta You'll have salt. Again, don't worry. Yeah. No, I do Cajun seasoning with my legs, but that's right. Just, <laughs> that's just common sense. I, well, I think so. Um, I love, love, love the ideas of the, the weakness. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I love that. that. I've never seen that in a tabletop before. There may be some that uh, that have that, but to a game master, um, that or in this case, you know, decision maker, doomsday master, whatever, um, that that is gold, and it's going to be comedy gold. Um, it's it's going to be fun. <laughs> so... Um, 
so yeah so i you know i've i've i have a curriculum that's wrote up you guys have it i've made some more updates so i'll probably be sending you some uh i'll be okay. sending you some but you know later on uh today tomorrow something like that um so um yeah i mean if the if you like i said if you if you guys get enough um listeners and some people want to start purchasing it you know i, I know you mentioned that um before in one of your other podcasts and that'll be available right. i'll figure out how to get that set up as an ebook and we'll be able to send updates to people and all that kind of fun cool. stuff so oh, man. Oh, so yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that, that way that way people can join in the fun i did i did some research and i did see that there are a few zombie tabletop games out there um, okay. Who knows how popular they are? That would be an awesome thing to hear from the fans if they've ever yeah. heard of one before. Um, right. I I have not, but then again, I you know, and I got to thinking about it. It has literally been twenty years since I played a tabletop game. <laughs> oh, jeez. It is, and so a lot of this has been coming back. Um, I've got a uh, my one of my buddies. I I texted him and and was talking to him for a while, and another guy I work with. I looked at him and I said. Uh, you look like enough of a nerd. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. Did he push I, up his glasses as he said that? <laughs> uh, no, he didn't have them on at the time. No, wait, he did have one. Right. Oh, okay. So, I, you know, I asked him, as I said, you've played tabletop games before. Oh, yeah. So see, you know, nerd's not a bad thing. So he, he bounced some things off of me. So I've been getting ideas and remembering things. The whole, uh, the whole battle thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, will be entirely new with every okay, and I think I think I wrote all this in there. Yeah, I did. You know how the, um, <clears throat> you know each each round is fifteen seconds, and then depending upon your speed, it, that that, that uh, determines how many attacks you have in that round. Oh, that's um, cool. It really can be because especially if your speed is good. If it's not, then not so much. But you mm-hmm. know, good thing good thing. right that helps yeah that helps a lot so you know why a zombie's gonna have like i think i set it up where the zombies have i think three attacks or something like that but okay you know but they're slow i, I don't even know if they have even that many attacks i think that's what i said but uh without taking the time to look back but you know you're gonna have a lot more attacks fighting humans is obviously going to be the hard thing you know if that comes up and it will at some point in time okay um so, uh, I don't. I don't want to give too much. You know, we could probably spend the rest of the time <coughs> talking about the thing, and I, th- I think we should just get to playing, and everybody can see how it is, and and then uh, right. if they get too excited about it, then they can just buy the thing. <laughs> there you go. Spend some money. So you know, Eugene, all of this starts with you. Oh, uh, yeah. you started this. I, I originally had Eugene living on the outskirts of town. Uh, just because he's not, he doesn't really like people a whole lot because he is such a super nerd. Um, but, but I like this dude. Right. I li- well, see, here's the thing about Eugene. You know, he's on his way to work uh, at the local community college. Uh, he happens to be a professor. Uh, right. Cause he's, you know, but see the thing about Eugene is, well, and, and that's fine with him because no, it's fine with him because he does not care uh, too much about his students. He, you know, if they learn something, that's great. But Eugene is all about teaching. And if it, you know, and honestly, it's not really so much about teaching. It's about all those facts. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves all those facts and all that information and the knowledge. 
And so the fact that he has somebody sitting there, and he loves to lecture because he loves the sound of his own voice. If a so, good Joe. Yeah. So so <laughs> he loves every, oh, yeah. every part of that, you know, because he gets to prepare and read and study. And that's what he spends all of his spare time doing, literally. He sits on the Internet, you know, and reads, you know, and, and you know, none of that pornography stuff because it's all about, you know, first aid and anatomy and that's just gross, you know. That stuff that's just gross to him. Icky. Um he is he's not a forty year old version virgin, um, but uh he's not far from that. So <laughs> thirty eight year old. <laughs> right. <laughs> and a, and a half. <laughs> so um so he's on his way to work and you know the he's in his normal mode where he is listening to, you know how you guys talked about that inside voice. Well, he listens to that voice a lot, and that's how he collects his thoughts. Um, in fact, the outside world is kind of scary because it's not nearly as organized as the inside world. Um, you know, and so he's just kind of every day he just he gives, you know, the entire the, the real world, the minimal uh, attention. And most of his attention is focused on, you know, that inner voice that he's constantly conversing with. <clears throat> and so you you pull up to a stop sign and you're sitting there and, you know, you're just conversing with yourself, you know, talking about, you know, what you're going to be lecturing on that day and kind of going over some notes in your head. Because most of the time you don't even have notes. It's all in your head um, because you spend so much time <clears throat> studying and researching, you know, it's just all right there. So, you know, you happen to notice uh, for, you know, that little inside voice says, man, you know, this light's taken a while. And so you begin to focus on the real world and you, you uh, look at the light and you happen to look over to your left and there's a car that is, it's a red Ford focus. And you notice little stupid things like that. Nobody else does, but you do. Um, and you notice that, you know, it's kind of pulled off to the side of the road, but kind of not, you know, it's still in the, the line of traffic. And um, <clears throat> so that bothers you a little bit because that's unorganized. And uh, there is a, a blonde, slender young lady that's that's bent over into uh, the window of the car from the outside, and she's making out with this other young young lady inside the vehicle, and that just disgusts you. You know, the complexities of of a relationship are bad enough as to throw something like that in it. You know, something it's this this has got to be in your mind. That's got to be more difficult to navigate you know, with the same sex as it would be with the opposite sex. Just, that's crazy. And normally you wouldn't say anything, but that outside voice, excuse me, that inside voice kind of turns into an outside voice and you, and you say, hey, why don't you get a room? And you surprised yourself, you know, because you don't normally do that. And, and the, the, the young lady that's bent over, right, <clears throat> the young lady that's bent over, uh, going you know on the outside of the vehicle she stands up and she looks at you and she is just entirely like she looks like um she has no idea what you just said like the quizzical look on her face and you're just thinking to yourself wow what an idiot you know and she kind of cocks her head to one side kind of like a little terrier would do when you say you, you want to get the laser you want to go outside you know she gives that look like what what did you, did you just say something? And, and you're just not even sure if she knows that you're a person or not. You know, she just, she looks like she's in a galaxy far, far away. And 
you know, whatever. And so your attention goes, you know, back to your little inner mind and, and you just, wow, there's, there's some people, you know, and, but this little, you feel this tugging inside your head, you know, and so you, you focus more and more on that inside voice and, and invoice the inside voice says, Hey, replay that whole scene real quick, would you? And so you do. And, uh, you know, you see the young lady standing there and he, he says, he says, stop right there. Um, zoom in on, on that, on that, uh, the, uh, pedestrian. Yeah. Zoom in on that pedestrian. What, <laughs> what's going on with her? And so you, in your mind, you zoom into her face and you notice there's a lot of blood on her face. <laughs> right. And so, and so then it's like, okay, now that's, now that's concerning. Right. That's concerning. And it's all around her mouth area, you know, and oh, so, so wait a minute. And so you kind of pan back out and you look at the young lady in the car and this is all, and she doesn't look quite right. And now you're freaking out and you look over and you look at the young lady that's, that's inside the focus and she is now slumped over your direction and you can see the front of her face or rather what's left of it. Um, there's lots of blood everywhere and part of her face is actually missing. And so now you begin to panic, you know, cause I mean, let's face it, you're a super nerd and you don't deal well with these kinds of things, even though you look at, you know, you probably go to rotten.com to look at some of the disgusting pictures that are on there that, you know, have no filters and, this this but this bothers you you know this lady's face is gone and you you retreat back to your in, internal voice there and you're starting to freak out what do i do what do i call the cops what's going on and you feel your your arm you got your window down and your your left arm's hanging out and it gets lifted up all of a sudden and your head whips over and there's that young lady and she's she's getting ready to take a bite out of your arm and uh -oh. so you, you right. So you tromp on the accelerator. You're not even thinking now at this point, like you have retreated from the interior world and you are now completely focused on the outside world, which is also freaking you out because you're not used to doing this and you speed away from the light, have no idea whether it's green or red at this point, it doesn't matter. And you're flying down the street and your mind is just flying in a hundred different direct directions. Do I go back to my apartment? Do I go to the school? Do it? What do, what do I do? Do I call mom? You know, what, what's, what do I do? And <clears throat> you, all of a sudden, the next thing, you know, you have no, no idea how much time has elapsed from the moment that you left that, whatever that girl was doing, that whole scene to all of a sudden now your car is in the air, you're upside down, and you have no idea what's happening. And, you know, you flip a time or two and you're now upside down in the vehicle. And so, right. And, you know, you, you, you come to not sure if you're out for 10 seconds or 10 minutes or an hour and you look around and you got a bit of a headache and you release your seatbelt and you climb out and more and more, you, you're noticing things that in the world that you've never noticed before. Like, you realize that you're downtown. You didn't even know where you were when all this took place, just because you were that you're always that much focused on that your inner workings. And so you, you begin to look around, and things are just going absolutely crazy. You're hearing screams in the background. You hear some gunfire. Uh, you know, people are running. There's there's people that look like that woman. 
kind of shuffle one around and they look like they're lost, but they have a purpose at the same time. And just start walking as fast as you can walk. But then all of a sudden you find yourself tumbling yet again, you're upside down and you're flipping all over the place. And because you're still getting used to this whole paying attention to the world thing. And there's this guy standing over the top of you. Oh my goodness. You okay. Oh, geez. Oh, did I hurt you? Well, see, now there's a lot of pain in your left arm, a lot of pain. And you know, from, you know, all the, from all the first aid you've read that you're pretty sure that your arm's broken. This guy helps you up and he says, Hey, my name's Jim. Yeah. Are you okay? Got any ravioli? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, you're still, you're almost not able to, to, to talk or anything. You're not sure what's going on. He says, come with me. And so if you want to live, exactly. Come with me. I'll help you out, man. I feel really bad about what's what happened. And so you, you find that you're outside of this, you know, rather large, nice looking building. Looks like it's probably an old courthouse. And so he, you know, grabbing you by the right arm, um, he takes you inside and he starts, uh, he goes, you go down a couple set of stairs and you appear to be in sort of a lower level basement. And he says, I found this place quite a while back when I, when I broke in one time, uh, before, I don't know, probably my seventh or eighth trip to jail. Uh, when you're homeless, you go to jail all the time because they just don't know what else to do with you, you know. And jail's a lot of fun, too. Right. Not so bad. Yeah, uh, I got a lot of friends in jail. Three hots in a cot. Yeah. <laughs> and so you go through this door, and, and uh, he turns around and locks it behind you. And you've got a row of jail cells, but it doesn't look like, you know, there's only four of them. It doesn't look like any of it's been used for a long time. There's cobwebs everywhere. It's musty smelling. Right. And so he takes you back into another, uh, down the hallway and there's this other door. And and he said, I've never been back in here, but, uh, we're going to try out, see if the skeleton key works that I found a while back. And so he opens it up and, and you go in and, and it's, 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 Again, it's about in the same dilapidated sort that uh, the jail cells are in. But uh, there's food stores in there. There's food. There's there's water. No idea how long stuff has been here. Uh, you have no idea, you know, what's good, what's bad. But <clears throat> you're safe from the chaos. And so he begins to talk to you and, and tell you. So you guys got to remember at this point, um, none of you know, you know, what's going on. You, in this world that you live in, you don't know what a zombie is. You don't know that, uh, you know, shooting it in the head is the only way to destroy it. And so you both are freaking out. So the two of you decide that you're just going to stay here for a while. Uh, he starts telling you of what he's seen so far, that he's seen people get eaten, which you concur with that. But he's seen those same people that got eight uh, who looked appear to be dead. They've gotten back up. And they also, in turn, tried to eat other other people. Um, so the two of you are freaked out enough. You decide to stay down here for a while. Um, and in in all of this and all the commotion, um, a few hours later, uh, there is there is a uh, on the exterior door where you first walked into the whole jail cell, uh, the whole jail place. Uh, you hear a banging on the door. 
all right, so you guys let him in then, and and uh, you all decide to stay there for as long as you feel like uh, is necessary. You know, you've got you you start looking through uh, all of the food stores, and by the way, uh, Joe, you find lots of ravioli, the sloppy kind of ravioli, and so yeah, you're man. you're in hog heaven. You don't care what else is going on in the world around you. Me and my ravioli got a time machine. <laughs> 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 takes me back to the days it takes me back to Nam <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Isaac you've you've looked through the food stores and you get everything organized and you throw out all the stuff that's bad and between the three of you you know you've got you've got actually a pretty good bunker going on uh, me and my got, posse You've got you've got a month you've got a couple months worth of food and you guys do a thorough search of both the the jail cells, uh, the jail cells, and uh, you know just in this little area, um, you eventually end up ver- uh, venturing out into the courthouse a little bit uh, as you know after a week or so goes by, but you don't dare go outside. Uh, you still see some pretty crazy stuff going on. And thankfully, nobody notices that you're even in here, nor is there anyone else in here. It's entirely deserted. Awesome. So, um, so you, okay, so Xander, you've said that your character has a gun, right? We're going to call that a nine miller, no, nine miller. Yeah, we're going to call that a nine millimeter uh, you you do have two magazines, but like you said, they're empty. They're both uh, eight and seven round capacity, and uh, so you'll want to write that down if you haven't already in your inventory sheet. And I, I got next, <clears throat> but Xander, you found uh, twenty five rounds of nine millimeter ammo. Also, again, and with all this ammo, see, um, in finding all this stuff, this is stuff that like you found tucked away in corners and uh, looks like, looks like stuff that got left behind at some point in time. So it's all old. Um, there's a little bit of rust on the two weapons that you, the two uh, firearms that you found. Um, rifle and shotgun. Yeah. The, uh, no, actually make that, make that 50 rounds of nine mil. <clears throat> As you find, you find full boxes, but I mean, there's an inch of dust on them. It's hard telling how old they are. So you you may okay. have some misfires along the way. <clears throat> um, so hopefully I get lucky. Yeah. Oh, and I almost forgot to uh, give you guys your weaknesses. Um, so I I went ahead and decided those, and I did what I did uh, was there are uh, what I think there's ten, nine or ten. Something like that. I think uh, so. I, I wrote in squeamishness, butterfingers, small stomach, chronic headaches, uh, claustrophobia, IBS, insomnia, bad back, asthma, and Tourette's. I love I love the idea of Tourette's, but nobody got Tourette's, unfortunately. Dang it. I could have a lot of fun with Tourette's. Um, but uh, Xander, you have a bad you have a bad back. Um, and, and all I did was I just rolled a ten sided die and whatever I came up with is what you guys got. So it's okay. this is random. Uh, and then, uh, Dan, you have uh-huh. insomnia. Oh, which you know, makes total sense for a homeless guy. It does. 
I'm a homeless guy. I always got to be on the watch. You know, and this is weird too because this it's it's neat how all this fits in. But Eugene, you have claustrophobia. Uh, so you guys have been in there in your bunker for about a month, <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> you all finally decide that it's that it's it might be safe enough for you to uh, look around outside. So as you walk out, um, you see death everywhere. Um, there are dead bodies laying in the street. There's blood. There's there's guts. There's gore. Uh, it's it's a mess. Um, you smell death. It hangs in the air like a mist, and so therefore you feel the death uh, as if it were a fog that had descended and had covered the entire earth. Um, and you also, uh, what's the other sense that I'm missing here? Uh, you taste it. The, the, the smell and the feel of, of death is so strong in the air. And exactly, you all begin to sort of dry heave and gag a little bit. Uh, but you're scared, you know, so you're all trying to be as quiet as you can. Hey, guys, hope you uh, enjoyed this episode of uh, Z&D Season 2. Uh, there were some pretty serious audio problems with uh, Alex and I's voice cutting out like halfway through the episode, so I had to edit it together. So this wasn't really the full experience. Uh, it was just kind of setting the stage for what is to come. Uh, we hope to draw this series out uh, really for a long time, Season 2. So... Um, if you want to go ahead and hear, listen to the next episode, that's up right now, wherever you find us. So go ahead and listen to that to continue, and uh, we will have episode three up already uh, in just a day or two. So stay tuned. We'll see you next time.